Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Michael Amadeus Show, episode 149. I love rock and roll because. There's been a trend going around social media recently. Uh, no, not that one about Laurel and Yanny, but the one about uh, a hashtag, I love rock and roll because. And people are using it as they recount why rock music is important to them. And I figured I would kind of kind of jump to another direction this evening and uh, tell you a little bit about my journey, my thoughts about it, and try to ask you what you think. It doesn't have to be rock and roll necessarily, but... You know, why is why is the type of music that you find yourself listening to the most important to you? Here's my story anyway. And by the way, when I'm talking about rock and roll music, I'm not talking about specifically only the songs that follow the strict musical patterns of rock and roll. I'm talking about the overall aesthetic, the overall genres, and the various shades within, which there are so many of, of course, as we all know. So it's really the idea of a band that usually possesses a vocal a vocalist, a, a guitarist, a bass player, and a drummer, sometimes a keyboardist, sometimes other instruments. And, you know, any one of those instrumentalists can do the vocals, and or, or both can, or three can, or whatever. But at any rate, this is what I'm talking about. Just straight rock music as a genre. Growing up as the child of two musicians, I was exposed to a lot of different styles of music, from bluegrass to folk music to classical uh, to a lot of different styles, but I, I think the one that I really grabbed onto was soundtracks to films, mostly because of my love of the cinema, but also because I could use it to imagine new stories in my head. I love the drama of it. And it wasn't really... I mean, there was a few little instances where I would hear a song that I really, really liked. You know, uh, I remember Depeche Mode's Violator was something I really liked. And of course, there were moments where I would try to get into the music of the time, but let's be honest, the music at the time was not very good, I mean, like Vanilla Ice and <laughs> things like that. Uh, so, I mean, the one album that from around that time that I don't regret buying was uh, Depeche Mode Violator, which happened to be the first album that I ever bought. Um, but I didn't really fully get into it. I, I never really settled. I went back into film music. The moment that I woke up, the moment that something changed for me and I became aware of a whole other world, was when I was watching a film called In the Name of the Father. And In the Name of the Father stars Daniel Day-Lewis, made by uh, Jim Shepard, I believe, from Ireland. It's about the Guildford Four. And at the very beginning, I hear this kind of just pulsating unionist drum beat, and uh, this voice singing over it, kind of crooning over it. And then it turns into a, a heavy percussion piece with someone kind of saying this. It's almost like a prayer in a way. And I found out the name of the song was In the Name of the Father. It was a title track for the song. And it had been done by a guy named Gavin Friday, someone named Maurice Caesar, and Bono. And I had no idea who these people were. And then throughout the rest of the movie, it was things like Voodoo Child from Jimmy Page and The Kinks. And, you know, there's some Bob Marley. And then there was uh, another song there by Sinead O'Connor, which had been written by Bono and Gavin Friday. That was absolutely amazing. And it really woke me up. I would just sit there and watch this over and over and over again, mostly to hear the music and see how it was playing with the film. So I was kind of finding my way in through film music. But I remember getting the soundtrack album and listening to it and having it be kind of a tour of rock music at that time. And I got to learn a lot about stuff, and it, it kind of gave me ideas about uh, you know what could exist and, and what, what kind of music might be out there. 
And then I started going further. I wanted to figure out more about who this Bono guy was, and I, I figured out that he was in a band called U2 from a landscape designer who was working behind my parents' house at the time. Keep in mind, I was like 13 at this point. And he told me what albums to get, and I remember getting a few albums and listening and then kind of expanding out more and more. But really what happened was is this started kind of becoming the folk music of my life. It started becoming kind of the, the language in life, the, the poetry with music behind it. And of course, as anybody does, I started kind of learning to play guitar and learning to play bass and learning to sing with other people and write songs. But really over the years, it has become my primary source of expression. I was writing this music and being able to, uh, to really understand what's going on. And now it's interesting because I can listen to an album by someone like you two and know exactly what they're playing, know exactly what chords they're doing, know exactly how they arrived there, and know that I could actually execute uh, 95% of the things that they're doing just as much because of my own you know, career and time spent in music. But it still connects with me on such a deep level. And uh, I know this story doesn't really mean anything to anybody else except for me. And it really does have a deep meaning to me that makes it really important. But I only tell this story because I want you to think about yours. When was the time that something like music or film or or something you read really captured you and turned you on and and really uh, awoke your sense of what was possible? I'd love to hear about it. So if you would like to contact me about it, send me a message at michaelamade.com. You can also find out a lot about me there. If you find yourself being creative with poetry, short fiction, or uh, you know lyrics, consider listening to my radio show, World Poetry Open Mic. We broadcast every Friday at 8 p.m. Mountain Standard Time, except for this Friday we will be off. However, we will be back on June 1st. You can find us at worldpoetryopenmic.com. Net. Now, as far as my workout time for today, or my health update, I should say, I uh, did some stretching this morning. I did some basic cardio work here at the house before heading into work, and then uh, and then came home. I'm about to do a little bit more stretching and meditation before bed, hoping to get to the gym and lift again tomorrow, and I will, of course, update then. But uh, I'd love to hear once again about what you're doing to further yourself physically, emotionally, and spiritually, mentally any way possible. I'm always up for hearing those stories. So until next time, which will be tomorrow, keep living authentically and keep living creatively.